Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. doing today okay this is another episode of soldiers talk the podcast i got a new guest with me today i got sergeant gibbons with me today and sergeant gibbons just go ahead and kind of introduce yourself uh my name is sergeant gibbons i'm a 92 yankee i'm currently stationed at fort benning georgia uh where i'm the s4 nco um for uh, the officer candidate school 311 uh infantry regiment um i'm originally from mississippi uh, that's why I was born and raised. Uh, I have one rotation deployment to Germany. Um, and yeah, that's about it, man. Okay, so you got one rotation to Germany? Yep. Okay. Nine months. Okay, so you are you told me before you from Mississippi, right? Yep. Okay, kind of like explain the journey from, okay, so you was in high school. So kind of explain the journey on what made you join the military. All right, so... Um, Growing up, I had an uncle uh, that was in the Army as well. He recently retired uh, last year. And um, so, you know, he was a, a big influence on me. You know, all kids love their uncles. So uh, he used to always come home. I used to always see him in his uniform. And then um, I graduated high school. I did two years in college, Alcorn State University. Uh, go Braves. Uh, I did two years in college, and then I transferred from Alcorn State University to Southern Miss University. Uh, I didn't really like the atmosphere uh, too well, so my my long term goal was to always join the military anyway. So that's how I, that's how I ended up in the military. Okay, so that was a long term goal. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to come in. Uh, I wanted to graduate college and then come in commission, but um, you know, life takes you other places. Okay. Yep. So once you once you actually came in, what year did you come in? I came in 2015, March March of 2015. When I enlisted. Okay, so did you did they use your college credits or anything to like make, give you like a higher rank when yes. you first came in? Yes, most definitely. So if anybody out there that's like thinking about joining the military and you have college credits, make sure you bring that up to your recruiter. Make sure, make sure, make sure you bring that up to your recruiter. Um, instead of coming in as a a regular private, I came in as a PFC that kind of already set me aside from my peers. Um, and then yeah, came in as a PFC. Okay, so being from Mississippi, so is it a lot of uh, military influence around you? I know you say your uncle was in a. No, it's it's hardly 
slim to no military uh, influence around me. I think my uncle was, so I had an uncle and then I had two cousins. One was uh, former army and then one is retired uh, Navy. That's it. Okay, so was he, what rank did he, like what, what, what rank was he when he got, when he retired from the military? Um, I think he was right at, he was at 19 years when he decided, or when, when the army decided to promote him to Sergeant First Class, he declined that because he was <laughs> ready to get out. So he retired as a staff sergeant. Okay, so right now, so we in ALC right now, for those who, who don't know, so, our MOS, basically we handle like supplies and stuff like that. So being a 92 Yankee, do you, are you liking the MOS? Or is there anything you want to get out of it? Um, I feel like being a 92 Yankee, like you work with so many different aspects and so many different echelons you can go to. Um, basically, if you wanted to say like basic level and stay at the supply room, that's cool if you want to work in uh, the S4 section and, and learn how you put pieces together to help um, the overall organization and the overall um, mission of the organization. You can do that. You can go up to brigade level. So there's so many different echelons and, and um, so much different things you can learn out of just our small MOS. So that's, that's one thing that I do, like I, I love about it. Okay, what position did you, when you first came in, of course, I know you was a clerk, right? Mm -hmm. So did your leadership properly train you in order to become, to as you moved up? So uh, initially coming in, I was in uh, first 501st for about two months. Um, and my NCO there, like she was spot on. Uh, I hit the ground running as soon as I came in and then, um, after that two months, uh, I found out that I, I supposed to have been in three of the 501st, uh, which is an aviation unit out of uh, Fort Bliss. Um, so I went over there and, and my NCO at the time, so as you may know, like you can have good people, but good people don't always be good NCOs and good leaders, you know what I'm saying? Okay. So um, he was a good person, you know what I'm saying? Very, very kind hearted. But as far as being a, a good NCO and like installing the, the basics in me, it just it just wasn't there. <laughs> he later got uh, he he later got released from his position, and I ended up filling his slot as a PFC. For what reason? Though? Uh, so we went <laughs> we went to the field. I think we did a, a two week field rotation, um, and he was also the primary armor. And he left the arms room unlocked and then in the middle of the field rotation in the middle of those two weeks we came back for a refit and the commander found out that he left the, the arms room unlocked so we, we went a week with the arms room unsecure so he got um he got released um he was not allowed back inside the supply room he was not allowed to do anything logistical for the unit itself um yeah, and then it was just me. It was me and I had two battle buddies. I had a battle buddy to come down from the S4 and then I had another battle buddy that, that uh, we was in the supply room together. Um, and it was just us three, man, running that supply room. Okay. Yeah. So you do say when you first come in, you do got good leaders who actually show you your job and show you how you're supposed to do your job. Mm -hmm. So do you think you're proficient enough? Have you ran a supply room by, on your own? Yes. Yes, um, so 
like my own without any clerks or yeah like basically you run the yeah supply yeah room. so um right now i'm at ocs and my my first before i became the s4 nto um i was charlie company supply sergeant and and the way the mto is set up there is just you you know what i'm saying so you it's it's just you in the ground running every day by yourself and you have to deal with uh the company's mission then you have to deal with all the logistical uh daily battle rhythms that you have to do and then you have brigade and battalion you know coming down on, on last minute things and reports that they need so yeah it, it gets stressful at times but i'm i'm the type of person i work i work really well under pressure um and that's that's where a lot of prioritizing coming in uh come to play so uh yeah prioritizing is is big in, in my book okay so sorry givens we're gonna move into the next segment of the show this is where uh, this is uh basically okay i wanted to talk about deployments so i've been deployed to bagram afghanistan which is sad to say that the taliban has took over that whole wherever where i was stationed at they took over the whole country basically mm -hmm. so where did you deploy sir uh i deployed to Ilisham, germany uh, I was there for about nine months, and that was just the base camp. We had people um, in about five or six different locations, but because I was headquarters, I stayed in Illusheim, Germany the whole nine months. So, Illusheim, Germany. So, uh, do they have a post there, an army post there, or what? Yeah, so Illusheim, um, the post that was there, historically it was an open active post. But when they started downsizing in Germany, it became like a, a just a rotational post. So if you ever go on um, any rotations to Germany, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure you'll you'll come through Hillsheim, Germany. Okay, so what was you doing over there? Um, so my our mission was basically to um, work work with the the NATO over there. So like our partner countries, um, basically we was doing training with them. Uh, with all their aviation people at the time I was in the aviation unit. So um, I got to see a lot of different different aircrafts I got to do a lot of different um, Logistical trainings with their logistical side of their army. So it was it was pretty informative So was it anything different from how they do logistics to how we do it? Uh, the basics are pretty much the same um, It was I mean, of course we have different systems and different uh, rules and regulations that we have to play by, but I mean the basics are, are pretty much the same. Okay, so being over there, I know you you work with different cultures. Mm -hmm. So, did you notice any cultural differences from like from how we do things and then how they do things? Um, one of them, like right off back, uh, a lot of the the armies over there, like just the way they dress and the way they carry themselves. Um, like they're allowed to be a little bit more heavier set than us. Uh, the shaving, like they don't, a lot of them over there don't like shave at all really. So uh, that was that was a big cultural shock. And then, um, yeah, it, it was so much that was that was different about them. But at the end of the day, like all our missions was, was the same, you know? So, yeah. Okay, so through your overall experiences, do you feel like you, you feel like it was a good rotation like did you uh was it in, was it anything you didn't like about it no man i i loved everything about the rotation you know um like like anybody in the army would tell you uh 
Like once you you deploy anywhere, their commodity go up in the unit, the um, the spirit decor go up in the unit. So it brought all of us closer as a unit. We was able to train much more efficiently. We knew like, hey, if 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 so and so move his left leg, I'm gonna move my right leg. We were just so much in sync over there. So it made the mission go by, the mission set itself go by so much quicker and so much more um, effectively. And then just being from the small state of Mississippi, you know what I'm saying? Like going over there to see Germany, like who would ever thought that, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, you're right I got to that. see, I got to see so much. I got to do so much traveling when I was over there. Germany is truly a, a beautiful place. So when I was deployed, we basically kind of got into, into like a routine. So I used to get up in a routine because I used to work out on my own. So we, I got into a routine where I was up running every other day, kind of set my own schedule and came into a routine on things I uh, got accomplished for that day or what I ate that day. Did it? What did you pick up any type of habits to where like it became into a routine while you was deployed? Um, working out was definitely, definitely a, a routine that I picked up over there. And mind you, like I'm, I'm semi fresh into the army. I don't think I, I've even hit one year into the army when we uh, did our rotation to Germany. So um, working out over there, but the basics was pretty much the same. You know, like we still woke up every day at zero five, did PT for an hour, hour and a half, um, and and commenced the work day because, like. Our, my rotation in your deployment was completely opposite. You know, like you was, you was in Afghanistan and I was in Germany. So I didn't have to to worry or be on my P's and Q's as much as you guys over there. Um, so our, our work day was basically, was pretty much the same as if we was back in the rear, you know? Okay, so now we're gonna kind of switch it up a little bit, Sar. Mm -hmm. So I'm gonna give you two options and you're gonna choose which option you prefer and then you're gonna explain why you chose that option. Okay. So I'm gonna go with NCO or officer? Definitely NCO. Um, NCO, and it's nothing against officers, but NCOs are truly the backbone of the Army. Uh, we have very, very, <laughs> what's the word I wanna say? We have very um, hands-on experience with the soldiers coming up. Um, we have officers that come to us and ask us for advice and come to us and ask us for our professional opinion. So we have, like, we, we really get the best of both worlds. We get to raise up uh, upcoming young soldiers and then we have to uh, also mentor and coach our officers because at the end of the day, like, we're the subject matter expert at a lot of things. So you basically saying NCOs, you kind of, like, gravitated towards the NCOs because I know you said at first you wanted to you wanted to come in as an officer, but mm -hmm. now you, you actually like what you're doing now. That's what right, you're saying. Right, right. Uh, basically the same thing I said before, um, you get so much more hands-on experience with with soldiers and, and you really can affect, um, if, you, if you're truly, truly a good NCO, you really can affect how uh, tomorrow's army is. So yeah, I, I definitely would choose uh, NCO over an officer. Okay, so we're gonna uh, ask, so I'm gonna go, ACFT or APFT? Mm, that's a good one. Uh, ACFT, uh, only because the, the the events in the ACFT they're they're modern they're modeled after our movements downrange, you know. So uh, I would definitely choose the the ACFT. 
Um, and then like it's it's so many it's more events, but the events are are definitely it's definitely a, a like it's an accomplished event. Like you can you can do well in those events rather than doing the standard push up and sit up and running two miles. So yeah. Okay, guys. So uh, this interview was a great interview. Uh, this is our givers again. Sorry, givers. I want to thank you for doing the interview. Thank you for having me. Uh, and tell the people where are you stationed at now. Uh, right now, I'm currently stationed at Fort Benning, Georgia. Um, my unit is 311 OCS Infantry Regiment. Um, I'm the S4 NCO out there. And I know you were saying you wanted to do warrant officer or something like that, right? Yeah, definitely. Uh, that's that's definitely in my uh, my scope range. Um, once I graduate here, um, start working on my packet, and hopefully I get I get you know I get submitted. Okay, so guys, it's been another episode Soldier Talk the podcast. Sorry, and give us anything you want to leave with the people or anything you want to let them know. Uh, just if 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 you're in this profession, if you're an NTO, uh, you know, make sure soldiers are always first. Um, family right there with the soldiers, so soldiers and family always come first, and then yourself. This is a very uh, selfless job, but it's also rewarding. Okay, there you guys go. I'll see you guys next time on Soul Talk Podcast. I'll see you guys in formation. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.